0: My cadence, I have a LinkedIn research step. And in this step, I'm going to go onto this person's profile. I'm going to see if they have new activity. I'm going to maybe see if they've liked anything or commented on anything. And I'm going to add that note into Sales Loft if they have. Maybe they've liked a post on, I don't know, on hiring or on a, a book that they really like. And I can use this in my next outreach. So this like social research step allows me to. Make sure that I'm just not researching them once and then forgetting about them. It makes me like touch base to see if there's anything new and relevant.
1: Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Demo Diaries. Today I'm joined by Charlotte Johnson, who's a sales development rep at SalesLoft based in the UK. Charlotte, Good afternoon, I guess. Yeah, right. Great okay. Book. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you so much for joining us today. No worries. You know, I know we were chatting in our prep session around really being able to go beyond just like persona-based personalization. Uh, why don't you take a quick second to just kind of tell folks how did you actually land at Sales Loft after, you know, college? and? And then you know, being able to join this incredible company, of course, shout out to my friends, uh, Kyle Porter, Sean Kester, Eric Grant. I mean, it goes on. I've known those folks for quite a long time. I mean, SalesLoft is essentially one of the really pioneers in sales engagement software. So there's a really cool story uh, around the brand and the organization, how you started out, and then how you reached to you know the point where you're at right now. Uh, but if you could tell folks a little bit about your you know, journey here, that'd be awesome.
0: So how I got to Sales Loft or my journey as an SDR?
1: Yeah, how'd you get to Sales Loft? Yeah, for sure.
0: So I used Sales Loft at my last company and my first company was basically just cold calling. So when I moved to my second company and I had this solution, which basically told me what I needed to do on a daily basis, kept me up to date with how to organize my day, I was like, this is incredible. What is this solution? So as soon as I saw that sales loft were hiring, I um, contacted Ollie Sharp and here I am.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Well, you know, let's think Let's think and, and chat a little bit about like building credibility uh, via research and messaging. What are some of the kind of tips and tricks that you've seen that works well for you as an SDR?
0: Yeah. So how I like to think of it is I like to take a step back before I kind of think about the research and messaging and constantly what's going in my, going around in my head is my buyer's inbox is absolutely jammed, especially with remote working. They have more emails than ever. They're getting more phone calls than ever. And their LinkedIn is probably hectic. So when I'm doing my research and I'm creating my messaging, I constantly have in my head How can I firstly be a pattern interrupt in their inbox? And what can I do to stand out from all these other sales reps out there who are also messaging this person? So what can I do to take all of that, that step further? Mm -hmm. So when I'm doing my research, I'm not just going to look at their job title or their LinkedIn. I'm going to take it that step further and really understand more about what do they care about? What? is their company, what they sell, who their customers are and try and get into their mindset as to what they're going to care about.
1: Hmm, I love that, the pattern interrupt. You know, a lot of the time we're so stuck to our like talk track and messages and templates. And I think this actually like maps to one of the things that we've been talking about, which is really focus on creating your sales motion around the buyer's journey right and the buyer's process and i think this maps at the very top of the funnel very closely with that which is what what really will interrupt their day and really stand out that makes sense or that's urgent enough that they will focus on charlotte's email or linkedin message and that really for me is all about the buyer experience as opposed to what you might think is the right strategy on your end so that's that's awesome you know in terms of channels to do outreach what are uh what are some of the stuff that you're doing right now because to your point you know people are receiving a ton of different stuff i know i get like I don't know, a hundred in LinkedIn's and it's the same thing. And they'll send the canned email or canned message, I should say. And, you know, it, it just, it doesn't stand out. It doesn't work. And some, yep. some would argue that, you know, email is not as effective as before, but I don't know that that's true. I think it's just the way you do it.
0: I think multi-channel for me is always important as well as consistency, but I think our buyers expect this it's it's normal for an SDR to be reaching out over 30 days and using a multi-channel approach if they're not doing that then they need to be shifting to that so if most people are doing that I need to take it that step further so I need to be doing my consistent multi-channel but then how can I then improve that execution and that experience part for them so for me I like to do things like use video and use voice notes Because if I think about what their inbox is looking like, it's probably a lot of writing. It's probably a lot to digest. Whereas if I can interrupt that by having a minute video of me going on their LinkedIn page or going on their careers page and scrolling through and showing them the research I've done on them and from that, my findings, I just think that is just such a pattern interrupt and so different from what so many people are doing right now.
1: And do you have like a sort of framework around how long these things should be? You know, Are there any sort of like hooks or formats? Like, oh, here's my, I'm gonna do my intro. I'm gonna do my ask. And then I'm gonna have some kind of hooking, closing statement.
0: So I, ha- I have the same structure. So I don't introduce myself. I don't talk about sales loft at all. I don't even think I mention the word sales loft. I will literally go in and be like, this is what I found interesting. And I'll share my screen and what I find interesting. Look, scrolling through your careers page, I found this SDR role that you're hiring for really, really interesting. So that's the personalization. And then from this, I'm going to create a hypothesis. Look, I see you're hiring SDRs. I'm looking on your LinkedIn page and I can see a lot of growth. And a lot on the job spec is mentioning around growth and Um, getting into target accounts so from this i'm guessing and please poke holes if i'm wrong but i'm guessing that you have a big focus right now on getting into new business in particular these target accounts to find that next santander company Mm. for the research the hypothesis challenges the typical challenges i find around this or the the challenges that sales leaders tell me around this is a and b we help with this and i'm intrigued if this is even real Mm. in your world and if so, how you're overcoming it. So personalization, hypothesis, challenges. Is this relevant? <laughs> Is the main things, yeah.
1: And, and you're generally doing this with like some kind of Loom video or uh, Vidyard or something like that?
0: Yeah, Vidyard. So Vidyard. I use Vidyard in my emails and then for LinkedIn, um, I will just use the, um, the mobile app because then I don't have to click, it makes it easier.
1: And what about uh, LinkedIn voice messages? I've received like one, like I would say this year. And I've it maybe got one a long time ago. But I've so I'm going to say in my entire career, I've received two. And what would you say now when you have just voice available and you can't share your screen? Or is there any sort of twist to what uh, you're saying?
0: Um, is pretty much similar, but I I'm, wanna I'm reverse there and highlight the fact that you've just said that you've only had two LinkedIn voicemails and you get hundreds of emails. And this is something that people don't, I just, if no one's doing LinkedIn voicemails, this is why I'm doing them and getting responses, so how can we be that pattern interrupt? We need to be trying out these new things that aren't necessarily that comfortable for us. But like you said, no one else has sent you you a new LinkedIn voice note. So why aren't more people doing it? I'm the same. When I speak to prospects and I speak to people on discovery calls, I ask them, I'm like, how many calls do you get? How many emails do you get? How many videos do you get? How many voice notes you get? And usually they're like, I get a few videos but it's someone pitching at me and no voice notes. So it's it just like the proof is in the pudding. Like, If you're not getting them, then people need to start doing them. And then the second question was the structure around it. So I do a a pretty similar structure, try and do it a bit shorter for LinkedIn voice notes. Um, So I might, it depends what avenue I wanna go down. I either go down a nurture avenue of people who I connect with, where I'm just gonna send them some useful information and not ask for anything. But if I am gonna ask for something, I'm just gonna be like, look, I was doing so much research on you, probably too much my manager's probably going to have a go at me for the <laughs> amount of time I spent eyeballing your company page anyway i found this and this really really interesting and when i've spoken to sales leaders or marketing leaders the challenges around this that they highlight as a and b are any of these even real in your world and if so i would love to chat
1: amazing i love that you know we have a, a one or two STRs today that are just a hundred percent social focus. So like they're not sending emails at all. They're not doing any phone. They're just pretty much a hundred percent LinkedIn. And then the rest is Twitter. You know, what are you seeing in terms of like the qualification or quality of leads from comments on prospects posts things of that nature are are you seeing like good conversion from those things
0: what do you mean like the posts that i do
1: well from like the post that you do and then well it's a good question like do you actually go to a prospects or you'll follow a prospect right and then you go to a prospects post and you'll see that there's actually comments on that prospects Post and they, you know, because that prospect is a particular ICP, they're generally connecting with similar ICPs, right? Or folks within that ICP.
0: I was told, um, I think a year ago when I was trying to build up my LinkedIn presence, one of the best ways to get your name out in your buyer's inbox is to comment and like relevant things that they're liking. So, for example, Josh Braun, I comment on a lot of his things and I like a lot of his stuff. Because I know that the people that I'm selling to, it not only increases my presence, but it also helps my name get out there. So if I'm commenting and making conversations with people, it's just such a warmer interaction than if I'm going after someone cold. So yeah, definitely utilizing not just your buyers, and your prospects' LinkedIn posts and their comments, because it's not always definite that they're going to post something, but then also people that they follow. Maybe you have mutual connections, make sure you're commenting and liking their stuff as well.
1: And do you have a specific cadence? So, you know, we'll have a cadence for emails and calls and stuff like that. Do you have cadence around like social engagement, You know, hence the cadence? <laughs> i don't
0: actually i don't have a social cadence um but in my normal cadence and i'm i've just i'm trying i'm a b testing a lot of things right now so i'm going to share a lot of things over the coming months from my findings but in my cadence i have a linkedin research step and in this step i'm going to go into this person's profile i'm going to see if they have new activity I'm gonna maybe see if they've liked anything or commented on anything. And I'm gonna add to that note into Sales Loft if they have. Maybe they have liked to post on, I don't know, on hiring or on a, a book that they really like. And I can use this in my next outreach. So this like social research step allows me to make sure that I'm just not researching them once and then forgetting about them. It makes me like touch base to see if there's anything new and relevant.
1: Amazing. Now let's talk a little bit about discovery because I know you're focused on discovery, unpacking, you know, buying signals and those sort of things, or propensity to buy, uh, you know, uh, patterns, those sort of things. What do you? What does that kind of look like? What are you doing to also increase conversion rates so folks are actually showing up to your AEs meetings?
0: Yeah. So again, video if you think about the messages people typically get before a demo or discovery it's that typical email of hey does tomorrow work for you thanks bye and it's like if this person has received and said yes a week or two ago the likeliness of them turning up reduces more and more as time goes on because they forget why they've said yes in in the first place so what I like to do is I like to if I've spoken to them I'll send them a video prior to our call, maybe the day before, and be like, look, really looking forward to speaking to you. Does tomorrow still work? Um, as a quick agenda, I found this and this really interesting when researching you the first time, and the typical challenges we hear around it is X and Y. You mentioned this, which is what we're gonna focus on tomorrow. Again, really looking forward to speaking and let me know if you wanna add anything. And it just kind of, it reduces the chances of someone just being like, actually, no, this isn't important because if they've said yes in the first place and you're highlighting stuff that they've said that it's a challenge, obviously it's going to be relevant for them.
1: Awesome. Charlotte, thank you so much for taking the time to give us this wisdom today. If folks want to follow you on social or maybe learn more about sales laugh what are some good handles or URLs to reach you?
0: Um, just LinkedIn would be best or my email first name dot last name at salesloft.com
1: awesome and who should be reaching out if if folks are watching this that that you know sort of fit into a particular persona or icp who should be reaching out to you to learn more about Salesloft? Well, what
0: a great question Re- all revenue teams customer success sales marketing all revenue teams if they're looking to book more meetings convert more bookings and then coach and get better at them then you need sales loft
1: <laughs> nice well again i'm a big uh, big fan of the product and you know again been been friends with uh with the founding team for quite a long time shout out to rob too i mean, <laughs> I always rob's like the, uh, you know the the sort of uh you know co-founder for folks out there and then i think he's running operations now if I'm uh, if I'm not mistaken, I know he was very technical um, before. So shout out to Rob. Rob, hug, hugs, miss you, man. Uh, Charlotte, have a great, great afternoon. It's morning here. Not not. Well, it's about 10:30 ish uh, for for me here on the East Coast. But thank you so so much again. No worries. Uh, yeah, and now uh, have a great uh, great day.
0: Enjoy the puppy.
1: <laughs>